hello there. My name is Brandon. Welcome to San Angelo Time. San Angelo Time is the first domestic podcast brought to you by the San Angelos. This episode and future episodes have been edited to comply with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. We've edited these podcasts to ensure you're not missing out on any content. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for listening to San Angelo Time. San Angelo Time is brought to you in part from listeners like you. Thank you. And thank you for joining us here on San Angelo Time. Live from Brimley, Michigan. Yeah, we're coming to you live from uh, the house out in Brimley uh, today. We came out to uh, uh, do some laundry because our washing machine that we ordered... It's still not arrived yet. It's, it's not going to be here till April. So because of COVID. So uh, so fortunately, the house out here has washer and dryer. So we just have to haul the laundry out here and and, and do that. And we get to watch some TV. And we're going to have dinner out here tonight. We decided, why don't we bring the podcast on the road? So exactly, it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's and pretty this, portable. This is a nice little place. Um, it's so sunny out today. And it's gorgeous out today. And yeah. There's it's cold, but it's sunny out. Windows all around. Mm-hmm. Yep, out here in the country. So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of nice to be out here and uh, um, a little bit different location. But uh, I'm glad that you're here with us. And i uh, got some interesting things we're going to talk about. And I guess we'll get right into uh, the news, right? It's time for San Angelo Time News. It is time for San Angelo Time News. And uh, what do you want to talk about first on your little list there? <laughs> well, we don't have a lot on We that. personally... Because of COVID, <laughs> and we don't really have lives. <laughs> That's pretty much true. But we, we we like the way things are in our boring little lives. But anyway, um, we just got a couple things to mm-hmm. talk about for us. Um, Holly made a quick trip home for the weekend. Yep, got to actually had breakfast with her and uh, her boyfriend this morning, and. Uh, it's nice to see her and uh, get, to, get to catch up a little bit. And it sounds like things are going down pretty good down in Indianapolis. So, uh. yeah. And uh, you, this—I don't know if anyone cares, but <laughs> but you gave her that like um, person that you know to contact. And- oh, okay, yeah. So, so uh, uh, when I went, I went to Butler, the same school that Holly goes to. And when I went there, uh, one of my good friends. Who was a? For, I mean, I met him during freshman week when when I was there. We the freshmen at Butler would go the week before school started, and you'd have this whole orientation thing, and and you'd move into the dorm, and I moved into Ross Hall, which was the men's dorm at the time, and um, got to meet the my professors in the radio department. And one of the guys that I met was a guy by the name of Wade Weaver. So Wade and I kind of hooked up and everything, and we became friends. That week we were planning. Now, when you say hooked up, hooked up as friends. I mean, we were guys. We didn't hook up. Come on, stop it! Really? That's where you're going? I'm just asking. God Almighty, a- woman! We're not even five minutes into the <laughs> fucking podcast. You're thinking I'm hook up with him? We didn't know what hook. We hooked up as friends. We kind of got together and we were like, okay, we're gonna we're, we're we we decided because I had a different guy I had been assigned to be a roommate at Ross Hall. 
And I didn't get, I mean, it's not that I didn't get along with him, but, you know, he just, Wade and I were both in the broadcast department. We thought it'd be good. We were, we were planning on being roommates in Ross Hall. We, get, we had the option to move into different rooms or whatever. And so Wade and I had planned, we'll, we'll become roommates. And then we seemed like we got, we were pretty compatible. We liked each other. So, so we thought we'd be good roommates together. Hey, wait one second. Can I jump in? Sure. You, I didn't have sex with a guy, if that's what you're going to ask. No. No. And <laughs> stop with the... Oh, my God. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that years, many years later, uh, Holly lived in Ross Hall. Mm-hmm. Yep. When she was, I think, her freshman year, her and Gabby mm-hmm. lived in Ross Hall. Yes. And it was summertime and there was no air conditioning. There was no air conditioning when I was there. But back to your story now. Back to my story. So anyways, uh, Wade and I, uh, we ended up joining, long story short, we ended up joining the fraternity together. Neither of us had planned on joining a fraternity, but we ended up joining the Fidel House. Um, Wade did not stay the whole time. Wade already had some radio experience, and a year and a half into uh, his schooling, a uh, radio station that he used to work at um, called him and asked if he wanted to be, do the, be the morning show guy. So he said, yeah, so he decided to go back and be in radio. He's going to, why go to school if I've got a job in radio already? So True. So, so, so then, uh, um, but we still remained friends. In fact, I was best man at his wedding, mm-hmm. and um, which was surprising because he's pretty, pretty popular back in his hometown of Marion, Indiana. And uh, uh, but he, uh, yeah, he picked me as his best man, and so now all of a sudden he owns radio stations. He owns some radio stations now, mm-hmm. and um, I voice track for on one of his radio stations. So he and I have gotten. He contacted me a couple years ago to help him out. So. Um, but his son, Austin, he has two boys, Austin and, uh, and Cameron, um, and Austin went to Butler to become a pharmacist a few years and graduated a few years ago. He's got a wife and a couple kids now. He's got a really good job as a, um, he's like a pharmacy recruiter for this company. That's kind of funny that you and Wade <laughs> both had kids go to Butler for pharmacy. Mm-hmm. After we went to Butler for radio. So and yeah. we used to joke around as the radio, because the pharmacy program, as you know now from Holly, back then it was still hard too, and we always used to joke around with the pharmacy guys that we knew and say, hey, well, go radio. I mean, come on. You can't, if you don't like pharmacy, you can always jo- join radio because it's as easy as anything. So, Okay. But anyway, um, so Austin, uh, Wade knew that Holly was going to school as a pharmacist, to become a pharmacist, and said if she ever needed a job, you know, Austin's always looking for pharmacy techs and everything and can get her, you know, a job. And then once she gets done, you know, help maybe get her, you know, placed as a pharmacist through this company that he works for. So, and he's got a big region and everything. This goes on to Tennessee and yeah. Indiana, Illinois and everything. So, so yeah, so uh, she actually is needing a job right now. She's looking for a job. So, so she sent her resume out to, uh, to Austin and he got back with her already. So, which is really, really nice. I, I'm, I'm very, so, I'm very glad about that. So, yeah, we talked about that at breakfast today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so you have just a little, a little news of your own. What's that? Which, which, which oh, my colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I had, uh, I didn't mention it last week, but yes, I, I did have a colonoscopy on Thursday. It's my second one. Yes, because Mark, unfortunately, is one of the people that have to get one every three years. Right, um, because they keep finding polyps. Uh, just a couple, like this time. The first time it was three, you right? You say just a couple, like well, it's, it's not like no I'm big... laden up with them or whatever. Yeah, but you, know? you don't know. Like one polyp could be like horrible, you know. Who but knows? the last time, none of them were. I never. They were fine. no. You had three, and they tested them, and they were fine. 
And I got two, and they're going to test them, and I'm well, sure I'm going to be fine. Yeah, they they sent for biopsies, and mm-hmm. as of this day, we still haven't gotten that back, but we probably will, probably by tomorrow. So, but uh, yeah, so I went through all that whole preparation stuff, and um, and the bad part was, <laughs> you know, they had 15 colonoscopies that day, and I was the last one. Yeah, so you didn't. Get I didn't get to it. Eat. I didn't go in until like like one one o'clock. It was one o'clock when they wheeled me out of it the was room. Scheduled for eleven. I had to be there at eleven. I didn't get wheeled out until one, and then I was back in my room by twenty to two. So right, and then you finally could eat. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. But mm-hmm. and plus, you had a better experience this time. Well, I I, after, I think after going through it once, now you know what to expect. I know, but like the first experience you had was nothing like my colonoscopy experience well, and, and again i think you're talking about the post colonoscopy well, let me just you're... say when they do a colonoscopy they kind of blow air so that the camera can see everything so they when... inflate you like a a, a macy's day um balloon. balloon yeah and um you didn't handle that very well after like I was lucky because I don't remember any of that when, you know, I woke up from the little nap and it was nice mm-hmm. and they let me go home and it was all good. And, and this time they did. The first time you were there and I could not release the gas, <laughs> which for you me know, is actually... It's really nice that you, you put it that way and just a little while ago you threw an F-bomb like barely into this podcast which is funny because let me tell you folks at home he never swears at home okay i heard that he swears at work you know with the guys around but he swears on the podcast i don't swear at home you just you just hear me swear don't notice any it's all under my breath trust me it's there Me, I'm there. just saying, if people wonder, like, why did you marry this guy that's, like, always Such an swearing? Asshole. So uh, he doesn't really swear around me. Yeah. Like I say, Unless you- it's the podcast. Anyway, um, so I was in agony the first time because yes. I couldn't release the gas. <laughs> and, I'm sorry. That was funny the way you said and, it. And uh, the nurse uh, flipped me over on my belly, put uh, like a heating pad underneath my belly and then then Two i was pillows then, then i was like like when a, like when you blow up a balloon and then you let it fly around the room Two Dude, pillows I was like, and a warm blanket oh that's all it needed man. and you it was on your belly you laid on your belly mm-hmm. on top of all of that and i thought it was funny because you were so miserable and you you kept laughing I mean, at me i was laughing because this adorable young woman came in like she was just she was adorable and here's you all like miserable because like you're you're i'm sure i'm not the first person that this has happened to i know but this young woman comes in and says oh okay i can help you and and she did i don't know what the girl looked like but she helped so that's she was yeah, so I Doesn't just matter. thought that was funny. At that point, all I needed like, was some relief. I figured you probably now, see, were this time a I little s- embarrassed, maybe. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I was get this 
get the, I mean, stick a stick a needle in my side at this point. I just like <laughs> whatever it takes, but, get it out of there. But this time, this time it still hurt, but I but now I was prepared, and it it, it came out. So let me just tell you what they tell you in the in the colonoscopy. What unit? What do they tell you? Don't be shy. Let it fly. Mm. Is that is that there? Is no, nobody said that while I was down there. Oh, so. they told me that when I went oh. to mine. Mm. Don't be shy. Let it fly. Maybe so. they maybe they thought that you would like a cutesy little statement thing like that. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what they said. I would, I would have been like, yeah, whatever. All right, so that's really all of our actual news. Uh, we have a couple birthdays coming up this week. We do. Uh, we do have um, uh, our good friend Mickey. My bestie. Holly's, uh, yeah, Holly. Uh, Sharon's bestie, uh, Mickey, who's, uh, and we're going with her and Brucey and me and Sharon are going to New Orleans next year because the girls turn... The big six zero next year, so that's our yeah, big... Yeah, uh, next year. Yep. That's, We're that's, still in our 50s this year. Enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, so <laughs> um, so that was, we've been planning this trip for quite a while, but uh, we've actually booked... The uh, the Airbnb we're going to stay at, right? Yeah. Um, I still need to uh, let work know. But, I mean, like, I've got well, time. I, it's just a year. I mean, you don't have to let them know now, do you? I, well, I'd like to just have it in. Well, then get it done. Get I know. It done. I, always for, I forget the dates. I, I'll, I'll remind you later. Anyway, happy birthday. Uh, Mickey's on uh, St. Patrick's Day. To Mickey on St. Patrick's Day. On the 17th. And then the next day on the 18th is Tony's birthday. Mm-hmm. My son Tony is going to be 23 this year. 23. So. so, yeah. Hard to believe. They grow up quick, huh? Way too fast. Yeah. So, happy birthday to the T-Man this week. Looking forward to... Singing him a little happy birthday song when we get Did to talk to him. Did you get him anything for his birthday yet? Well, uh, I talked to, to the bot, to Andy, his <laughs> mom, mm-hmm. and uh, um, one of the things she thought he could use was um, is a, a mattress topper for his mattress. I'm like, okay, well, I looked around and I found one, mm-hmm. you know, that I could buy and it's, uh, you know, get delivered or whatever. Wait till he opens up that beautiful gift. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> but, what is this? I mean, he wouldn't care. But anyway, it's like the, like the chair that I got him for Christmas. You yeah. Know, so. um, but now she says, "Hold off," because uh, their daughter Emma is sleeping a lot down in the basement of their house. She's kind of like they have that little nice room in the basement there, and uh-huh. so she's kind of taken that over as her. I've, I've not seen her girl chick cave there she's yeah. like 13 so i've not seen their basement i've never been it's down there pretty nice down there yeah, is it's it? pre- yeah pretty nice so um so they're thinking about having tony move into emma's room because it's bigger yeah and she has a full-size bed as opposed to the twin size bed that tony has and yeah. i'm thinking why does tony have a twin size bed he's a big guy he needs a bigger bed than a twin but um well he's but the only reason she doesn't want him to move is because of his snoring oh right because he snores so loud you know because he'd be right next to their room so well he when when he used to sleep on the couch at our house mm-hmm. when he was younger mm-hmm. so our living room is kind of in the front of the house and our bedroom is in the back but basically the, wall's right the between- wall is right mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so but i would i would turn on the tv and close the door and I could still hear Tony through the wall. Tony, Tony's a snorer, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I both snore. Sure. We're both snorers, and we both snore loud. You are. I don't think I snore. 
Okay. Oh, can I tell that cute little story about the other night? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. That's, that's the news. So go ahead if you want so to. So we add were that to watching the news. Um, mm-hmm. TV in the living room, mm-hmm. and um, what was the show we were watching? Uh, oh, I know it was. It was oh, that dumb that punky, punky Brewster, Brewster this was, this was, I guess show. We could add that to our. What are we watching? It's later. called Kid Ninety. Yeah. So we were watching this, and and you fell asleep pretty early, and because it was boring. Oh, I thought it was good, but anyway, um, Mark likes one couch and i like the other there we it's it's a small room we got two love i like it i mean you've kind of take you and the cats have kind of taken over the other that's not true like we started taking it over after you adopted the new one well i I thought i had been banished to the new one so no you adopted it first well i'll start sitting on the other one then that's fine all right anyway because the cats will just sleep on the other one okay so anyway, so he fell asleep, and I was watching this um, this TV show, and then his head goes backwards, and you know, so his head is completely backwards, and he starts snoring, and it was really loud because his head's like back, so it's like a open mouth snore, and so I asked him, you know, to kind of roll over, and you he did. At, you yelled at me. Yeah, I said, Marky. And you jumped up. Well, no, it happened a couple times first. I, I just asked you to roll over. Get your story and straight you did okay. twice, and it, everything was fine. But then you kept rolling back. And the third time... Is when you yelled at me. I said, Marky. And you jumped up up and started yelling at me and I'm going to bed because you keep yelling at me and then you went in the kitchen and started like putting things away and you were slamming everything around and you still haven't apologized to me yet for yelling at me like all I said was Marky but as I told you that's not what I heard I heard you yelling at me. So what was I yelling? You yelled my name. Okay, and, and I was so asleep that it startled me. Okay. So when is it appropriate to yell at your wife, though? That's what I want to know. When is it appropriate to yell at your husband? Because that's what I—you yelled at me. That's to, to me. You yelled at me. So, but I didn't. Well, I felt like you did, so. But I didn't. Well, I'm just saying. So I'm still in wondering. In my mind, you did. I'm still wondering when my apology is yeah, coming. Okay, we'll keep thinking. Keep keep wondering when that's going to happen. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, anything else there in the old news there? That we was don't really riveting have story there. Any pff, riveting you're just upset because I told on you. I don't care. Don't bother me. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So no, we don't really have any more news. But I know you have a couple of stories to. Bring oh yeah, up. we got a couple stories. Yeah, we got a couple. Yeah, of- let's not do too many though. Okay, uh, we'll do the uh, the two, the two that you really liked here. Let me get to this one here. Um. Uh, the headline is, this woman was cheating on her boyfriend in a way, just not the way he thought. 
I understand that. I mean, I've read the story. Mm-hmm. So when you say she was, but not in the way... I, I totally understand that. A 22-year-old woman anonymously posted a story on Reddit about how her three-year relationship ended recently when her 24-year-old boyfriend noticed she was making a lot of suspiciously long trips out of the home. Right. Raising some eyebrows there. Right. He confronted her last week for cheating on him and dumped her. Now, I, I, so she's leaving for long periods of time and you just automatically jump to the fact that she's cheating on you. That seems like kind of a... A leap there. But look at the age. Yeah, they're they're young and early twenties. They're stupid. That's really that kind of age where you are kind of stupid. She told him what was really happening. Apparently, this guy is a vegan, and she was sneaking out to go to McDonald's to eat meat. (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, He didn't believe her, but she swears it's true, and now she's trying to figure out how to prove it. Quote, I never thought my relationship would end over something so stupid. And I'm thinking, screw that guy. Yeah, number one. But number two, like, seriously, she shouldn't. Anyway, she shouldn't have had to, like, hide the fact that she was eating meat. Well, and that's the thing is now, if if just because, let's say, you are a vegan. Right. Does that mean I have to be a vegan? No. Of course it's not. It's like, like our friends Tom and Marsha. She's a vegetarian. Okay. Tom's not. Tom eats burgers. He eats steaks and whatever and everything, you know, mm-hmm. and he, he eats whatever he wants. And she right. eats, they cook, I mean, I think they cook at the same time, but she cooks for herself and Tom cooks what he wants. You know, if he wants a steak, he goes out and grills a steak. You know, and that's fine for them. You know, I, I don't understand why this guy, why she had to become a vegan. Again, I think it goes back to the age and the fact that they're both a couple of dummies. So. <laughs> Him more than her, though, I'll say. Right. At least the way I take that story. Mm-hmm. Here's another good uh, fast food story for you. Uh, I like the fast food. Burger King. You like the Burger King? I do like Burger King. I love their Impossible Whopper. If you had your choice between Burger King and McDonald's, which would you choose? Well, see, that's a tough one because different days, you know, like sometimes I would rather have... You know, something off the McDonald's menu. You know, it, you know, it always would push me towards McDonald's. What? The French fries. Oh, for goodness sakes. McDonald's French hands fries. Hands down. Hands down the best fast food also, fries. Also, I have to say McDonald's um, vanilla milkshakes are a hundred times better than Burger King's. I can't have those, so. Mm, I love a milkshake, but I don't eat them very often because, like, seriously. Oh, so let's go back. One, Can we go back to the news a little bit here? Because let's go back to the, my day of my colonoscopy. One second. Oh. I was just going to say one milkshake is like a thousand calories. Is it really? So anyway, go ahead. Uh, so the day that I'm not to eat any solid food, I told Sharon, I said, well, you know, you might as well get yourself something and everything. So what does she come home with? Loaded up with McDonald's and the, the, the shake and everything. So... Yeah, I got a I got a, a chicken burger. Whatever what you got, was it? I don't know. It, you took so she takes it to the bedroom and eats in the crispy bedroom. Chicken burger. So she says, so you don't have to watch me eat. I'm like, you've already walked in with the fries. I can smell the fries and everything. <laughs> I, I was like, I like, what did I say? That's just your, your imagination. Yeah, it was, oh my gosh, it was horrible. Anyway, um, so Burger King. Um, this is in the UK. Um, uh, put the cliche, all publicity is good publicity to the test this week. 
Right. Uh, Monday, it was International Women's Day. And Burger King in the UK decided to celebrate the day by tweeting, quote, women belong in the kitchen. Which I assume did not go over very well. That was the whole tweet. Now, they followed up that tweet with other tweets saying, quote, if they want to, of course. Yet only 20% of chefs are women. They went on to say, we're on a mission to change the gender ratio. And they talked about a scholarship program for their female employees. So they, so they were trying to, so it's International Women's Day, you know, and they're trying to put a spotlight on the fact that only 20% of chefs in the UK are right, women. Right, And they wanted to create a scholarship. But they do it by putting it, women belong in the kitchen. Yeah, that tweet probably was a little not well thought out. Um, the tweet got hammered all day. One person tweeted, quote, please don't use sexism as clickbait. So uh, Burger King UK tried to defend the tweet at first, but eventually wound up tweeting an apology saying, quote, we hear you. We got our initial tweet wrong and we're sorry. They deleted the women belong in the kitchen tweet the other night. Yeah, uh, but I get what they mean. You know, I mean, when you put it in the proper context, but they should have. They should have said, you know, they should have put the whole thing out there all at once. But exactly. what they did was they put that tweet out there and just kind of let it sit out there for a little yeah, bit but, to garner some attention. Right. And then started saying the other stuff. Right. And I think that was actually, you know, kind of genius, but it just backfired. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, and people, some, you know, I mean, I mean, I think hopefully people realize they were just trying to draw attention to something, which is a good thing that they're doing. Yeah. They might just have went about it in the wrong they way. They did go about it in the total wrong way. But I I do understand that they, you know, that really tweeting that really threw mm-hmm. that out there and got some attention. Yep. Um, do you want any more of those or is that enough for you? I don't know. How are we doing on time? Uh, we are, we're at 25 minutes. Oh. We've got time for, like, one more. One more? Okay, which one do you want? Do you want the uh, uh, the woman arrested in the McDonald's drive through That one's kind of funny. Okay. And we're already on, you know, fast Another fast food, food story here? So, okay. The cops went to a McDonald's in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Now, this happened last October, but it's just the ladies in court now, so. Oh, okay. Uh, so, last October, after a 29-year-old woman named Skylar Perrin went through their drive through several times in a row because she kept forgetting she'd already been there. Oh, my goodness. Eventually, the staff called the police. When they got She's there... She's not full? Like... Yeah, uh, like, how many times are you going to order, a, you know, a Big Mac and, you know, and a couple Happy Meals, right? Toss it in the back seat. Oh, I forgot my Big Mac. Uh, I gotta go back. When they got there, Skylar failed the sobriety test and turned out she had methadone in her system. Now, I don't know what, what is methadone. Is that like meth? No. I'm I don't exactly know how to say the methadone. It's 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 obviously something that makes you forget you've gone through a drive through. Right. I mean, I don't even know like It's a how prescription it, medication. Okay, it's a prescription medication. I don't know how it affects people, but I do know that they have clinics to get people off of it. It's like a pain reliever or something like that maybe or I I don't know much about it, but okay. isn't methadone the one that um, cops can... Police officers, I'm sorry for calling that a cop. Police officers, I think, can Call carry... Call it cops and donuts. I mean, why is it... Why is it uh, I don't know. I just don't want to be disrespectful. Law enforcement agencies? But I think that they can carry... Um, there's a, a 
a medication that you can inject if they're having an overdose, and I think that's from methadone. It's a synthetic opioid uh, used for opioid maintenance therapy and opioid dependence and chronic pain management is what methadone is. Okay. So anyways, um, going back to the story... Um, so she failed the sobriety test. Um, uh, she told the cop she had a prescription for methadone. Prescription or not, it's not safe to drive when you've taken it. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Bad part of this whole thing was is that they, her children were in the car with her at the time, too. Oh, no. So charges were just filed against her for one felony count of endangering the welfare of children. Oh, my gosh. Three DUI counts and more. So she's, oh my she's a little bit of trouble there, so. But again, fortunately, you know, the, the, nothing bad happened. I mean, you know, nobody was, there was no accident or whatever. Nobody was killed. You know, there was. Thank God, though. I mean. You're very lucky, so. Yeah. Oh, holy Toledo. Um, that, you want more, any more? Or is that a good enough? Well, let's do one more because I don't want to leave it on that note. Okay. She put her kids in the car and. Uh, let me. I, I just deleted the one. About Maybe that's why she had to keep going back because the kids were eating it. I don't know. That's lame. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I was wondering. I was like, I thought maybe the kids were sitting in the back thinking, man, look at all these happy meals we're getting here. Mom keeps picking us up happy meals. This is awesome. No, they're like, they're not happy meals. Where's the toys? Yeah, right. I don't know. That's a terrible story. All right. Uh, I, li- I like this one. So um, this, again, is just kind of getting into court now. So um, 50-year-old guy named Eric Warren from Wolferth, Texas. Uh, a couple years ago, back in the summer of 2019, he went to a car dealership to test drive a BMW. Okay. So they let him try it out solo, so he test drove the BMW to a bank and robbed the place. He pulled out something that looked like a gun, demanded $10,000, oh my. and then took off. So, oh my God. <laughs> so he test driving the BMW, gets $10,000, and then he takes off, goes back to the dealership, and uses the cash to try to buy the car. Oh, my. Well, you know, that's not the direction I thought that story was going. I thought he, like, had every intention to rob a bank. And he did. he wanted to use a different car so he wouldn't get caught. So so he wanted, I mean, so, I, so, the, so apparently he didn't want to steal the money and the car. He only wanted to steal the money. And then buy the car. <laughs> so, but while he's doing his paperwork, the cops called the dealership to let them know one of their cars was at the scene of a bank robbery that just went down. Staff connected the dots and kept Eric there until the cops showed up. Oh, my God. He was in court this week, pled guilty to bank robbery. He was sentenced to 20 years in prison. This guy just, he wasn't thinking. Or what was he thinking, I guess, is I, a better question. Again, I mean, if you're going to steal the money, why not just steal the car? You know? Ditch the car somewhere. I mean, he went back to try to buy the car, so... It's that like, was definitely a flawed plan. Yeah, it didn't work out very well for him, so... Uh, so I, that that's about all I got there, so... <laughs> uh, so why don't we uh, take a break? Sure. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back. Uh, I don't know. We'll, something we're going to do next. I'm not sure what we're going to do next. Um, here, let's do Brandon's song. We'll do Brandon's song next? Yeah. Okay. We'll do that next here on San Angelo Time. Beck's Baked Beans has been a family-owned, honest baked bean company since 1923. 
We have perfected our secret family recipe through decades of love and craftsmanship. Only wholehearted healthy ingredients go into our wide variety of flavors. Beck's Baked Beans pride themselves on being the best baked bean company, offering the most delicate ingredients while also offering the lowest price. It has been a company moral standard ever since Beck canned the first can of baked beans. They're perfect for family gatherings around the barbecue, a delicious breakfast for the kids before school, or that late night bonfire with your closest friends. We hope you choose us. Beck's Baked Beans, the finest beans around. Manufacturing, producing, marketing, we mean business at We Do Business. Project the market, dial our shareholders, they mean business at We Do Business. Group meetings, inflation, hard cheddar, cash money, Buddha, big bucks, money means business at We Do Business. Mergers, mass layoffs, killing corporate spies when sipping under the rug, death means business at We Do Business. Do business with us at We Do Business. Are you over the age of 70? Do you worry about paying for your medications? Are you afraid of big corporations taking advantage of you? Well, worry no more. With Eagle Life, you can now get your medications delivered. Rest easy with Eagle Life. Eagle Life won't take advantage of you. We don't want your money. We just want you to be safe because we're ethical and we're good. Do you have any questions? Dial five zero five five zero three four four five five. Again, that's five zero five five zero three four. Four, five, five. Eagle Life, because the other guys don't care and will bludgeon old people to death if it means making money. Live with us. Well, that was a little silly if you ask me. I think it might be time to get back to the show. What do you think? Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. And we're back here on San Angelo Time. Yep. And uh, it is time now for... Now it's time for Brandon's <laughs> Wacky Song of the Week. It is time for Brandon's Wacky Last Minute Song of the Week. Right, because we were like already... Like, like set up and everything ready to go. And, and he's like, oops, Ooh. sorry. And actually, you thought it was funny. You, you actually did something very funny. What did I do? You said to me, you said, his song is LMFAO, Oh Shit. Because <laughs> he forgot. Because <laughs> that's what he said. He, he texted LMAO, yeah. L-M-A-O, Oh Shit. Yeah, and I told Mark. I thought that was a song. That was a that's song. his song. I was, like, what? Oh, I was like, oh, I don't know that song by LMFAO. But yeah. You were being funny. I was being funny. You were. So uh, his song, I think the group is called Clipping. And the song is called Shooter. And uh, and you know, if a song is called Shooter, that's not going to be a very attractive song. It's not? Is this, is this something that you have to be, be concerned about here? Or? Well, I don't know the actual lyrics to this song. It's on the uh, Sub Pop label, which is the uh, Pearl Jam label, which is kind of interesting. So, um, But uh, Clipping by Shooter, so I've, no, I've never heard this before. So you ready? Okay. 
Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week has been moved over to its official Spotify playlist. Check out the link in the description and you'll be able to find it. It's a little risque, so it's 18 plus, okay? Alright. It's, well, I mean, again, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics and everything. I heard a couple F-bombs and a yeah, couple... Yeah, but you could hear the machine guns firing in the background. Shooter. Shooter. By clipping, so... So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm glad it was David Diggs, though. It makes me happy to, like... Oh, I recognize someone in one of Brandon's... Like, last week, mm-hmm. it sounded a little familiar, but... Right. Remember that song last week? Slippin'... Oh, Slippin' uh, Pleasies, yeah. Slippin' Pleasies last yeah. week. Uh-huh. So thank you, Brandon. Thanks for, like, getting back with us. Yeah. It'd be nice if you would, uh... Maybe uh, get with us a little earlier, you know. But that's okay. We hadn't started our podcast yet. Hmm. So, anyway. All right, you want to take another break here? Yeah, that was... This was a very quick little... Quick segment there? Yeah. Do a... Maybe do a quick commercial. Sure. And then we'll come back with um, our songs. How about that? A little flashback song of the week? Yeah. All right, what's coming up next here on San Angelo time? Smoking is no joke. Hi, my name is Kip Kipler, and I'm here to tell you about the dangers of smoking. Every single year, X amount of Americans die from smoking. This isn't new. We've already known this. So why you keep smoking? Why you smoking for? Don't stop it. Science has shown that tobacco and tobacco-related stuff is addictive. And if you smoke it, then you're going to be addicted, and that's not good. Why don't you, instead of taking our word for it, Listen to this distressed father. Excuse me, what's your name? My name is Kyle. Hi, Kyle. What? What is it with you? What, what, what's, what, why do you not like smoking? Smoking killed my son. Smoking killed your son? How old was he when he started smoking? He never smoked a cigarette in his life. He was shot. Smoking is stinky. Stop smoking. It's uh-oh, stinky. P.U. This has been paid for by the public health services to stop smoking. P.U. Now, I'll tell you, there's nothing better than sitting in my rocking chair late at night, next to the nice warm fire, nice warm blanket on my lap, hot cup of tea in my hands. Why don't you come join me? Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. I don't think any of that stuff's happening with Brandon, by the way. There's no tea. There's no fire. <laughs> there's no warm blanket. Maybe there's a blanket. There might be a blanket, but there's no fire for sure. Not in that little room. So <laughs> It's time for the flashback song of the week. All right. So it's time for our songs here. Uh, this is where Sharon and I pick a song from the past. Yeah. Um, in my favorite part. And uh, uh, a lot of times, similar to Brandon's song, we don't. There's not a lot of thought that goes into this either. So, right. Last like, week we did birthdays, which was kind of cool. Yeah, we, and so this week it was songs. And maybe this is because of my colonoscopy. We just pulled these out of our ass this week. So, <laughs> yeah, like two seconds before the podcast, I actually mine. Th- mine I thought of on the way here because I heard this 
artist on the radio when we were driving out here. I'm thinking, oh, there's a lot of songs by that guy that are pretty good that you don't really hear on the radio that often. So, mm-hmm. uh, Let's go with yours first. So go, want to go with mine first? Okay, we can go with mine first. We'll uh, get this out of here. We're sorry to interrupt your broadcast. The Flashback Song of the Week has been moved over to our official Spotify playlist. Check out the link in our description. We'll meet you there. You don't know The Confessor? I don't think so. Oh my god, this song is great. It's, I, the only reason I didn't play it is because it's like a seven minute song. Such a good song. Oh my gosh. I have to listen to the whole thing sometime. Good okay. song. It's a great song. It's uh, the title track from that album, The Confessor. So, Cool. Good song. Cool. All right, so I got a bonus song in there. I'm sorry about that. So. Okay. But since you said you'd... But. See, if you don't want to ever get a bonus song from me, don't say you've never heard a song because... <laughs> little tip from your Uncle Mark over here, all right? You're not my uncle. I know. It's, uh, that's like, uh, that's, like that's a kind of creepy. That's, a, that's, a, that's like a... There was a comedian called... I can't remember. Larry Reeb, I think his name was. And he always called himself Uncle Larry. <laughs> a little tip from your Uncle Larry, so. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, now it's your time for your song. Now it's time for my song, and I just this picked one up? it. I don't have a setup. I didn't really have a song, like, playing in my brain, like, usually. That's how I pick it. Do you know who's in this band? Um... Uh, I know there are famous people in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know Jimmy okay. Page. Jimmy maybe. Page. Jimmy Page is the guitarist. Um, uh, Paul Rogers is the singer. I literally this week just looked on my playlist mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, there's a song that I know I haven't done before." Mm-hmm. So that's how I got it. Okay, so that's our uh, little flashback songs of the week. We're going to take a break, and we got. What are we watching? Are and we we've all? got a few this week. This is week. actually going to be a good Amazing, because oh, we never have anything to watch. We got some good... Ever since Alias died. Yeah, we got some good stuff here. So we will um, check that out here coming up next here on San Angelo Time. Woo, you there. You want Tractor? You come get over at Farmer Tractor Plus. We got Tractor, one, two, three, feed. We got cows and pigs. Find us over yonder, County Road 223. We hook you up. You need brake? We got one. You need boots? Hoo-hoo! Boy, we get some nice steel toe boots for your piggies. But don't put them on our pig. <laughs> Unless you want by the pig. Find us over your County Road 223. We got tractor. You want tractor? We got one. You come by our tractor. Yeah! Get this crazy man off the streets. Notice, but lately I've been drifting aimlessly. It's time for the flashback. Oops. See, oopsie. I'm a wither man. There's Snoopy or Peanuts. And now it's time for. What are we watching? Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Charlie's Angels in a long time. I'm sure it's on that the uh, Cozy TV. Cozy TV or whatever it's called. Because they have a lot of those old ones. Mm-hmm. But this is a time for what are we watching? And we've got some new shows that we just started watching this week. But before we get into those, let's last week we mentioned during the podcast that we are gonna be watching 
um, last Sunday the, um, the interview Oprah, with uh, Meghan, Mar- Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry. Yeah. And we did watch it. Yep. And what was your just overall impression of the interview when it was done, said and done? What did you think? Well, I didn't think that they were going to say anything that really surprised me, but it did surprise me. When there were some, there were some bombshells in there. Yeah. <laughs> A couple, mm-hmm. yeah, big they, ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, there was stuff in there that did surprise me. But I don't know if they're telling the truth. Then I say good for them that they. Well, why would they lie? What would what would they have? I don't gain think, by lying. I don't think they'd really have anything to gain. I mean, by I know lying. they were paid for that interview. They were paid pretty handsomely to they do that. Said interview. They weren't. Oh, I thought they. I thought no, I heard not that they at were. the beginning. Oh. Um, Megan was still sitting there before Harry came in and Oprah went through all this stuff and, and Megan's like, cause she, Oprah's like, and you weren't paid for this. And Megan's like, Nope. Wink. You weren't paid for this. Right. So, okay. All right. But there, there was a, a few things like they didn't know what she was going to ask them, mm-hmm. you know? So, well, and, uh, the big bombshell, uh, was that, um, Meghan Markle revealed that there was a person or persons within the Royal organization who was worried about the skin color of their future children, which I think was probably the biggest bombshell in the interview. And, you know, after all this, the crown and um, all the uh, Windsor stuff that I've been watching, mm-hmm. I literally could see that happening. I could see that being a concern of theirs. Absolutely. After, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a good concern, but no. I could see that I could see those people. Again, the crown is a fictitious. It is, but, but it's, it's based, based on, on truth. Right. And the the. Palace really has over the years wanted to put out a happy face and the the royals being a specific thing. But they also have a, a huge image to upkeep. Exactly. You know? And you you know that in the olden days they were all cousins. Like they all got married to each other mm-hmm. because they wanted to keep that bloodline sure. royal. That was, you know, quite mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I personally, when Harry married Meghan Markle, Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, this is an excellent opportunity Mm -hmm. for House of Windsor, for the royals to, you know, show, well, I mean, he married her because he loves her. Right. But I thought it was a good opportunity for their PR, Sure, you know, because Mm -hmm. she's biracial. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. I and mean, I mean, I mean, I guess it could show, you know, that they're they're you know, if they had I mean, and I'm not suggesting that they didn't welcome her into the family. I, they did from what she said in the interview. So, you know, the queen did. And but apparently, you know, so so and the thing I, and again, and this is what, watching the show, The Crown, I've realized that there's there's the royal family. And then there's this whole other organization that kind of works behind the scenes to keep the royal family on task. Yes. And they refer to them as the firm. Well, yeah, that's like a nickname, apparently. Yeah, right. But I mean, so they, but they do have. I mean, we've seen it on this show, The Crown, where where when Queen Elizabeth has wanted to do something, and then this guy, and I don't know who he is, who, I can't remember what the character's name is or whatever, but he steps in and says, "But you can't do that. You know, you you this it has to be done this way right. because your father, blah 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 blah." Well, blah. the part that really got to me on the on the Crown was um, where. 
Princess Margaret wanted to marry that guy who was, uh, at the time he was married. But then he was getting a divorce, right? And then she wanted to get married, but then all of a sudden they sent him away on some assignment for two years or whatever. Yeah, for two years, and they waited it through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they came back and they said, oh, now you've got to wait another, there's got to be another blah, 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 blah thing Which or whatever. Which was, you know, and, and the queen looked bad to her sister. Sure, right. And again, I, and again, I think that that's the whole thing of this firm is to kind of keep, again, there are certain things that you want to do, but you don't, just because you're the monarch doesn't mean you can just, you know, wave do a magic it. wand and you can do it. And, right? and they were kind of trying to keep... Um, because she was a member of the royal family and and he was divorced. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to show that. So apparently uh, um, during the, they didn't they didn't name who said no. that. And obviously they weren't going to say that. No, good for them. Mm-hmm. Oprah said in an interview the next day on CBS This Morning with her good friend Gail King, because, um, you know, they're, they're, they're pals. They're, they're besties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Oprah said uh, that Harry told her it wasn't Queen Elizabeth or her husband, Prince Philip, which surprised me because I think Prince Philip is depicted as kind of a, a dick in The Crown. He's kind of a whiny, bitchy guy, and I could see him maybe saying something, you know, but maybe he, he didn't. Um, a lot of people are thinking it's Prince Charles. You know, if you look at those pictures of Meghan with the Queen, she almost always seems to be smiling, the Queen. Yeah. I think she really likes Meghan. Sure. Um, and Prince Charles, you know, you don't really get to know him in, you know, the Windsor stuff, but I don't know. I, I would not be surprised to hear that, which is kind of like in the first place, he was allowed to marry a divorced woman. Sure. And he's going to be the king here probably pretty soon. You know, I mean, you know, so why would he be like, oh, what color is your baby going to come? You know, like, why would he do that? I don't know. You I know? don't know why people are the way they he, are. That's, what's that word? Where you do one thing and then you kind of criticize. I think that's the same thing. He yeah. married somebody who was divorced mm-hmm. because he wanted to. Well, and, and he, plus he was out, met, wasn't he, met, he was, and it was... This whole crown thing, I mean, they, they talk about how it's fine for these other people to be having, like, affairs on the side and stuff like that, you know? Right, but you, you're you not allowed to actually... Right, exactly. You're not supposed to do whatever, but I mean, but it's but it's not frowned upon, you right. know, so... So we don't it's like know a, that it's Charles, but, you know, who else would it be? Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, obviously it's it's a tough situation, but, you know... It's I, not William. It's it's It had to have been, you know... There's there's already been precedent for what it's like to marry into this family, and it was yes. played out on uh, played out pretty well with Diana and everything. Yes. So people can't be too surprised. I mean, I mean, because it's our we've already seen what happened to Diana and everything, you know, and and um, and I'm not talking about whether dying in that car accident. I'm just saying just the way she was well, treated. She was treated a certain way, and and. In her personal case, she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. She'd never had a boyfriend. Right. She was so naive. Mm-hmm. And now she's going to... I think she really romanticized that idea. Well, I am Well, I mean, I would imagine that there's... How many stories are there about, you know, that girls read as growing up as kids, you know, about marrying the, the, the prince and, you know, and being the princess and everything. I mean, I mean, there's, it's romanticized in literature throughout the time. Right. You know, but I mean, you're not prepared. I don't think any normal person is prepared for the scrutiny 
and the microscopic lens that those people are right. under day right. in and day out. And then uh, how she you can prepare for that? got so popular and she literally grew up under, you know, under all of that. Mm-hmm. And I saw this thing recently where they're like, oh, she portrayed herself as a victim with the Andrew Morton interview. Mm-hmm. And she did, but I personally, like, she was 19. Of course she was a victim of that. And then, you know, she used her fame Mm -hmm. to, you know, do good things. And she really came out of, you know, came out of all of that. So I say good for her. Well, and I think that obviously I think uh, Harry and Meghan will be fine. I mean. Yes. I think they'll, um, you know, they'll do... Um, whatever they're going to do, and they'll do a good job at it. And, you know, I think that they'll... Um, but I, I, I don't know. I thought besides that, there really wasn't much else in that interview. Right. Um, you know, I, the whole suicide thing, you know, um, I suppose, you know, like, I could see such a thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess, you know, there was that too. And it's like, but, you know... I mean, I don't know. It's. I think it's good that they got out of there. No. That's my personal opinion. Um, and then whoever was the racist, uh, shame on them. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. But I get it. But it's not surprising. It it's doesn't, not it surprising. Doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Yet. Yeah. Like I said, so. based on everything I've seen on uh, that documentary that we watched and this, this TV show, The Crown, that we've been watching. Um well, yeah, so so we have been continued to watch The Crown. Uh, we're still watching that as we move on. Yes, Megan. I still really like that show. It it's was gotten so better. Funny, a couple nights ago we were watching it, and and the Princess Margaret met that guy who, in real life, she eventually married him. Right, he was um, like a photographer. He's or whatever. a photographer, and right. he's real kind of avant garde or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's different, mm-hmm. and um, he. She she had this different kind of haircut, and Prince Philip was like, "Wow, you know what's what's going on? You got this new haircut." And she's like, "Oh yes, uh, I forgot the character's name that she marries." She said, "Oh yes, he recommended this new stylist," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh really? That's a little weird that he's a man and he's recommending a hairstylist." And then he goes, "Well, who is it?" And she's like, oh, I, I don't remember. Uh, Vidal Baboon? <laughs> right, yeah. And I was, like, dying. Right. <laughs> but then he didn't like the hairstyle, right? He was like, didn't he say that he That was Prince Philip, though. Oh. It didn't matter if he oh. liked it or not, because right. he was married to her sister. But anyway, so we still like the crown. Yep. Um, how are we doing on time? Because we haven't even touched the shows that we... We, we just hit an hour, so so we're good. Okay, so let's not do... We'll do it, but let's not like go into too much detail. Okay, so which one do you want to talk about first? Um, okay, so yesterday I was scrolling on the internet, and um, a person who I follow, uh, Alex Borstein mm-hmm. from Mrs. Maisel and from Family Guy. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's so funny. She's hilarious. Thank you, Alex, for the suggestion, by the way. I know you're probably a big fan of the podcast, so. Sure, she's listening. Sure. Um, so she tweeted about this show called Loudermilk. Um, her friend 
is in it. Mm-hmm. So I, you know. Will Sasso. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, clicked on the thing and watched the trailer. And then I told you mm-hmm. about and it. The star of the show is Ron Livingston, who was uh, in um, the star of uh, one of my favorite movies, Office Space. And um, so, yeah, so we started watching it. Is, what? I can't remember which channel. It's on uh, 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 Amazon Prime. Am- Amazon Prime. And we started watching it. And after the first episode, I said, please tell me there's 100 seasons in this show because it is so funny. It is. It's really it's funny. It's hilarious. It's yep. probably the funniest show I've seen in a long time. A long time. Since, uh, oh, what's that funny show we used to watch about that family and they drove the stair car? Oh, yeah. Uh, Arrested Development? Yeah, that, yeah. that show is this hilarious. Is, this, is, this, is, this is another whole... But that was a network show. This was the, not a network show because there's a lot of swearing and it's very... Uh, but it's hilarious. Well, oh. he's a jerk, which is part of the what makes it funny. He's a, and he's a recovering alcoholic who runs uh, AA meetings, I guess, or whatever. But and he used to be kind of famous. He's, he's written some books. He used to be like a, a music writer or something like that for Rolling Stone or whatever. We're just, we've only watched like... A couple episodes. Because there, there are 10 season episodes, and there's two seasons out now. But I did read on the internet that they're trying to do season season three and season four coming out this year. And then season they want to do at least season five, six, and seven. That's so. good, because it's a really good show. It's, it's, it's hilarious. funny. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even want to like ruin anything, but it, it, it's... it's It's a half-hour show. You will be dying. Alex Borstein, thank you. Thanks, Alex. For that. We appreciate it. Um, and we'll to talk to you soon. Now, this other show has been out for a while, and you and I were, you know, contemplating watching it, and then we just kind of started watching it yesterday. Uh, yep. Uh, and surprisingly, <laughs> you really like it, which was made me feel very happy. I thought, I've, I kind of saw some previews to it, and yeah. I thought it looked kind of interesting, like nothing like what you would think it would be it's on disney plus and it's called wandavision and it's um and it's made up of two characters from the uh mcu which you didn't even know what the mcu was i'd explain no, the, marvel cinematic universe yeah so the marvel but i mean wandavision anyone who is a marvel fan would know knows that it's, that it's wanda, wanda maximoff wanda maximoff and vision and uh they in both Infinity War and in um, uh, Endgame, uh, well, Infinity War, they were dating and everything, and they were kind of off on their own thing or whatever, and they had a relationship, and then we've not seen... By this point, people have seen that, so Vision ends up getting killed in in Infinity War. Oh, is it Infinity War? Infinity War, he yeah, that's when they pull the soul stone, the, the mind stone out of his. The, Thanos oh, okay. pulls the mind because that's when Thanos gets all okay. the stones. That's the last stone he gets. He rips it out of his head, and then uh, then Vision is dead, and um, that that's the last stone he puts into his uh, his uh, his hand, okay. his uh, fist thing there. So um, so all of a sudden there's this 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 show with Wanda Maximoff and Vision. And as it's like the first episode, you have like no clue what's going on, you know. And then all of a sudden, now we're into episode three or four. I can't remember. Four. And we watched the first. You really, four. you really know what's going on now. So yeah, but and I don't um, want to give any of it away. The the it's interesting. So fucking good. Oh my god, it's good. The interesting thing for a person who's not really into all of that stuff is that, um, which you know, I watched Endgame. Mm-hmm. I watched. 
another think, movie with you. You watched Infinity War and Endgame because you had to watch Infinity War to know what happened in Endgame. So, so yeah, so I watched those movies, but I don't really follow all that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, the first WandaVision is like, um, it's it's like from the '60s or something, 50s. and it's. It's it like the, the Dick Van Dyke show, yeah. Well, we didn't know that, though. That's the thing. Like, we were just watching it. It's like a, a comedy, uh, an old show. Like, so as mm. we're watching it, I thought, gosh, the set looks so familiar. When I was a kid, I loved all those old shows. And um, I'm like, that's the Dick Van Dyke show. That's mm-hmm. that's their house. Right. It, it looks like it. And then the next one, is that one Bewitched? I think the next one was Bewitched, yeah. So, And then the third one is the Brady Bunch. Right. I, I mean, just the houses they live in and then the style of but the, so, comedy so they're, they're doing. To. They're doing a television show. They're living in a television show. Yeah, as in, in Wanda a, and Vision. As Wanda and Vision in a different type of dimension. Right. Which is all I'm going to tell you. Right, And um, but I'm just going to go just one little step further that in the midst of all the... Some of it's canned laughter, and some of it's right in the with a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something going on in the background, yep. and I can't can't say too much, but you know, there's something else besides just a cute little comedy, right? So, I think a lot of people have already watched all of one i think i think yeah because it's been out for a while so um yeah so we're just kind of getting into it now but so. and we don't want to watch all the episodes right away yeah so. because they're because because like louder milk they're only half hour long so. yeah and we watched like four of them yesterday so now that we're out here in brimley we're probably going to watch some of that here tonight today. oh for sure so. i gotta see what happens after mm-hmm. episode four right but I, I love it because now there's certain things that are occurring within this show that are part of the MCU that you're not aware of. So I've been pausing, like, okay, you know who that person is. You know who that person is. I'm explaining who these people are. Right, but um, I just, I'm enjoying the heck out of WandaVision. Yeah, there's tons of uh, uh, Easter eggs in the show. Tons of them. If you're a fan of the MCU, watch it. Yeah, you you know the Easter eggs because you know all that. Mm -hmm. I'm just enjoying the show. Mm -hmm. So, all righty. Anything so, else? What else are we no. watching there? Is there anything else on there? Uh, good Girls. Good we're, Girls. We watched episode the first episode of the new season last week, right? Didn't we? Yeah, we watched the first episode, and there's one on tonight. Yeah, tonight. So if we can stay up for that. Yeah, we'll... And then you've got some on here written. B- oh. B-Bell? Oh, yeah, a little basketball. This is a... Oh, B-Ball. B-Ball, yes. We watched B-Ball. A, we, Butler's done, but, the, uh, but uh, today is actually Selection Sunday, so they'll be actually picking the field of 68 today. And the uh, men's basketball tournament will start this week, and I'll be watching a lot of it. So okay, when That's Sharon's right. not around, no, it's fine. I have the, my nice TV in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's not as big as the living room, but yeah. you know, as long as you're not yelling too loud. Well, Butler's not playing, so I'll just be watching just as, as a pure, just a pure fan of basketball. Okay, so. that's good. All yep. right, well, how yeah. how. We're we're not over any than we have what been. Is it? It's one oh eight. Oh, that's good. We're so, doing good. So yeah. So not too bad. So you want to wrap it up here? Yeah, I think we should wrap it up. I don't know if we really talked about anything this week that anybody cares about. You say that every week, and then everybody says it's a good show. So I hope I hope we did well. Yeah, I think we had fun. 
So, um... I'm just liking being out here at Brimley. Yeah, pretty nice. Got a couple loads of laundry done so far during this. And uh, we're going to have some dinner, and we're going to watch some TV. I'm going to fold laundry and then head back to the zoo. That's what we're going to do. And we'll see you next week. See you next week here on San Angelo Time. We're sorry to see you go. Why don't you join us again next week? We post an Angela time every single Sunday, and we do sure hope we can see you again. Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time.